Are you wondering how you can contribute to Funniest Thing? Don't flip out. Go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. Whoa! This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Oh, yeah. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly Always leads to better than expected outcomes. You are not kidding. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in beautiful... Downtown Van Nuys. Yes. Hold on. I gotta talk to our side piece. What's up? Indy. <laughs> Indy's not our side piece. It's for, it's uh, Indy over here at Chobo Studios. What did you write on the, the whiteboard? Uh, funniest thing with Daryl. Oh, with intents and purposes. Oh, well, that's yeah. somewhat appropriate. How's your day going, by the way? Doing wonderful. Just met Kia. Kia, it's been amazing. You got a lovely guest in the yeah. green room in the studio with you. Hi, Kia. Hello. In the control room. Control room. <laughs> Indy's all about control. Um, <laughs> today's show is called "Having Fun for a Living" with Kia Myers Dugan. She's amazing. Take off your UGG boots, U-G-H. Take off your UGG boots and walk in the direction you want to go. Because we have the power to co-create with God. The words we utter have enormous import. You want to tell them what utter means? Yes, the etymology of the word utter. A lot of people don't realize this, including me, until I discovered it. Right. Is utter mm-hmm. comes from the origin outer mm. and because the words we utter yeah end up in our outer experience wow that's why they have a norm that's why the words we utter like it even says here have enormous import that's right so take care to speak only what you want to see manifested it's god's will for you to have fun for a living mm. so let's stop being offended and welcome our good fortune on this episode daryl and ed encourage listeners to state their desire trust the process and know that divine timing will take care of all the details. And during the second segment, courage, permission slip, giver, Kia Myers Dukin inspires us to release our limited perspective and allow our good to unfold with today's reading. New beginning. Yes, I'm having fun for a living is an affirmation anyone can do. Yes. Because the things we say, the things we utter. Yeah end up in our outer experience but the key component is the feeling nature yes so if when you say i'm having fun for a living it gives you a little tingle in your tummy well then that means it's going into your subconscious yes that's how you know when the things you're saying are going into your subconscious and now your mind is going to start 
your subconscious mind, which is connected to the divine mind, will now start allowing yeah. this new um this new idea to take root, not just within yourself, but within your circumstances. Right. You know, I just heard a story uh by um from Reverend Ike. Yes. Daryl and Ed listen to Reverend Ike occasionally. You, you can let loose with the stuff I use. Um, if you, you can listen to him, you can access him anywhere on YouTube. Uh, we highly recommend it. Um, he really breaks down the esoteric meaning of these biblical texts. He's incredible, man. So you can really begin to apply them to the way you approach life mentally and really see things start to transpire in a much better way. You know, and he has, you said, I think, did you say transpire? I love that. Transpire? The. Reverend Ike brings, you're talking about the emotional part of it. He brings that fire and that emotion that is required to really activate this stuff. Go ahead. So he was telling the story. He was in Miami to do a talk. And he said, I was kind of walking early on the beach hoping I wouldn't be recognized. Because, yes. you know, he's like totally upfront in his stories. And he yes. said, a young man was coming towards me. He's looking at me and I'm going, okay. And the guy comes up and says, Reverend Ike, is that you? And he said, yes, I'm Reverend Ike. And he says, you know what? I got to tell you, no matter what I do, nothing ever works out for me. I don't know what's wrong. And he gave Reverend Ike a litany of problems he had in New York. Yeah. And now he's in Florida thinking things would change. And no matter what I do, things don't work out of me, mm -hmm. work out for me. What am, I, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? And Reverend Ike goes, well, my son, you just said it. Because he was constantly telling himself, no matter what I do, nothing works out for me. Yes. All the time, no matter what I do. And there's a, this is one little, I'm not going to read this whole thing, Ed, but this little quote, I don't, oh, know, yeah, yeah, I don't know where this woman got this quote, but it's in quotes. So we know it's not from her. And it says, first you have a belief, then you gather. Proof, which means, you know, what's in our minds when we affirm things over yes. and over, all of a sudden we start gather, gathering proof in our own experience right? by the people, places, and events that start to happen around us. It doesn't just happen. And you know what I realized? We have the power to co-create with God. The words we utter have enormous import. And there's that biblical quote, which I'm going to paraphrase because I don't know it completely, yeah. but if you look it up or if your listeners look it up, mm -hmm. or may, mm -hmm. some of you probably know it, that by you, your words, you will be yes. condemned or by your words, you will be what prospered or blessed. I'm not sure the exact, but it gives both sides of the coin, simply reminding us that the things we speak to ourselves or the things, and remember, mm -hmm. thoughts are words. Thoughts are talking. Thoughts yeah, it's is, Matthew 12, 36, 37 from King James. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, Yes. and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Yes, yes. The law is always in effect, but yes. I don't always remember that, folks. Yes. And the thing is, we don't get away with it. Right, and that's why you got to do a morning routine. Yes. Just, these voices, these tapes will assert themselves 
and try to convince me that there is like because they're like children that have been taught that there's one way to do it or that you if you can't do it any other way or you're or you're gonna fail or whatever scary stuff right like we've been maybe been told either with words or just through the actions of the and the silent beliefs of the people around us that it is not safe to live just do what you want to do it's not safe to live to have fun for a living so these little kids come these little voices inside will come forward and be like ed you're having fun for a living we know we learned a long time ago that that leads to danger it'll never work so but why, when i do a morning routine like i did today then I get to assert my, a new vo- insert a new voice into the conversation that says, I know you thought that before, but there's a new sheriff in town. There's a new divine law. Don't worry. You guys go out and play and have fun, and we're going to get richer than we've ever been. We're going to have more success than we've ever had, and we're not getting in trouble anymore. We're going out, and we're living, and we're blessing. So the morning routine where you meditate – some form of meditation, inspired reading. We start with the inspired reading, slide into a little meditation, and then do some affirmative prayer, even if it's in the form of writing an inspired to-do list or writing down an affirmation for the day. Daryl and I both do things like this. And then, because this gives us our best shot at having a new day. And then the way, like yesterday, my day started out like, yeah, I know what's real. And then like 10 minutes, 20 minutes later, I was like, all these voices came rushing forward and it turned into a tough pill to swallow. But because I had set this thing in motion, I learned a lot from the whole day and I gained a new insight. And even though it felt almost worse, I actually made a lot of progress and I lived a far more expansive, prosperous, fun day than I would have if I was just operating on these unconscious patterns, because I've been stepping out boldly with work. Daryl's been kicking me in the behind because he, he's unwavering because he's not the type. Oh, it's okay if you suffer today, Ed. We'll still be friends. He's not going to want to be around that. It's like I was saying the other day, Daryl has the ability to make something sound so distasteful that you never want to do it again. And uh, so that's the blessing. So I keep applying it to my own life and it's getting better. But in the process, it's up, uprooting Things that are, it's so funny because I thought, like I was telling my wife, I feel like I've kind of been disconnected from Daryl this week. And then I realized, wait, actually, this is normal how I've felt in the past. I'm just becoming aware that I don't like feeling disconnected from myself during the week. And that awareness is helping me make changes. But it yes. felt like it was getting worse, but it was really all of a sudden I was aware of what I had been putting up with. Before, which is slipping back into this form of self-punishment, not doing what I love, not doing what I think is fun because I'm afraid of whatever. And it's been, I, I, I just know for a fact that oh, there's only more and more good to come. And you know, okay, I didn't want to tell you this until we were on the air. You know, we don't like me or anyone going to like a teacher. Gurus? No, no, happy hour. Because it's an oxymoron. Calling teachers, getting together is typically, if we're after school to drink, is usually an oxymoron to call that happy hour. Usually it turns into commiserating and just, and I don't really drink anyway, so it's like. Victim hero. Yeah. So, but there's only one one type of gathering that I go to like this, which is when my staff, there's three teachers in the special ed department at my school. We get the aides together. I mean, when I say we. Thank God, Mama Bear, Miss Miss um, Angel, excuse me, Angelica, my who I work with, and Christina, they put this thing together. 
But I join and we, you know, we, we treat the staff that work for us with, and with us uh, to food and they get the first round of drinks, whatever, you know. So I go to that one because when I show up, it's like I know they love me being there and I just, I'm kind of just like blessing the situation. And I pay for a third of the <laughs> tab. So this is the crazy part. I did not want anything more to do with school yesterday. I went by the beach. Daryl, like, I've been listening to Daryl, like, as soon as I don't have something to do out on campus, I go somewhere else. Yes. And I do something else with my time. And so I stopped by my wife's shop in Playa del Rey. It's called Vivera Boutique, which I think is going to continue now because uh, for a while it looked like it might close. But I think it's going to continue. Uh, but uh, I went there. I saw her. We talked. I started to feel good again. I kind of dumped all the crap I was feeling. I said, you know, and no. And then I was driving out of there and still not sure if I was going to go to the happy hour and I happened to be going right in that direction and um it's totally not my kind of vibe it's like a felt it's called the yard house in um on Maxella you know in the marina over there where the Barnes and Noble used to be it's kind of like an orange county vibe inside there a bar with all these tables okay. and stuff. so this is the thing I've been talking to my wife about it's about being having fun for a living is about staying connected to who I am more of the time yes so I walked in there. I think I read a quote that Susan Hodgson had sent us, and I had sent an affirmative prayer back to him, her. And I'm st we're still connecting with myself. I went over to the shoe warehouse, looked at shoes for a minute, just stay in the flow. This is where it got crazy. I sit down at the table. It's a super long table. There's like 20 of us. And uh, I see this guy, and I'm like, that guy looks like a guy I used to teach with. And, but he looks younger, like the actor version. Uh-oh. So It's... Uh what could be his positive future, I guess? Oh, my God. So finally, he's our waiter. I go, dude, did you used to teach? He's like, yeah, I taught at Lynn Howe with you like three years ago. And I was like, holy smokes. I said, you look so much younger and happier now. And he goes, yeah, well, I had some issues with administration and this and that. I talked to my wife. Suddenly, her job went from part-time to full-time. Yeah. I'm now working only full-time, but we're making more money than we ever have. Yeah. So, whoa, for me. But the other thing was, so then he talks to the manager. The manager used to teach preschool. Doesn't teach anymore. The manager starts sending over free appetizers. Yeah, of course. And all the whole thing just turned into this connected having fun for a living i was enjoying you know the, my staff knocking it back they're telling us how much we love they love us and they're having fun and how much they just appreciate loving us because this is what i realized too this week having fun for a living is really about giving it's not a so like i get a lot but i have to be in a giving state to be having fun if i'm not in a giving state it means that i'm not valuing what i have to give if I'm not valuing what I have to give, no matter how much I give of it, I will continue to burn out and I won't feel good. The kind of, so it's like a two-part thing with giving. One is being generous enough and to give it. The other thing is valuing it enough to believe that when I give something that I have, that it actually has a lot of value, you know? So it was amazing how that, and then my friend, Jeff, he goes off his shift and another teacher. teacher Former special ed teacher who stopped teaching. Yeah. <laughs> but you understand it's Christmas. This is, if you're listening to this, this is just a few weeks before Christmas. Right. We're doing this show. Mm -hmm. 
And basically, you just lived the Scrooge story. Right. You don't have to have yeah. this corporate yeah. to be job to be a grown up and be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make a lot of money doing a lot less because you'll be a lot happier. That's the key. Yeah. So it's transforming my life too. I just want to say that it's you've like you got to believe this. Yes. You will make a lot of money doing a lot yes. less because you're happier. Yeah. It's always been the case for me. Yeah, and you know the, the other piece that I learned this week that I, I shared the other day. I'll do it quickly. But the verse where Peter is walking with Jesus, and they're walking to some city, and Jesus asks Peter, "Who do, who's everyone saying that I am?" And he's going, "Well, they're saying you're Elijah, the prophet. They're saying you're John the Baptist. Now, the like a re, reincarnation or something." And I thought about this. The reason. That's important is because those are people who talk about the coming of the Christ. They, they like, therefore, you know, they're saying it's future. coming. It's coming there in is, the it'll come in the future. But not now. So yeah. then Jesus turns to Peter, and Peter represents our faith and discernment. And he says, but who do you say that I am? And he says, you are the Christ. You know, you are the Lord. You are the law. And so this week when I've, because I've getting like under this hypnotic state, because it was grilled into me from a very early age that it is not safe to have a fun for a living. You have to have this type of a job. So when I go into that place in the morning, it's like I for, almost forget, or I forget everything, you know? But this week, I just kept going, who do you say that I am? Because it, even though I wasn't able to fully conjure up, like, I am free and, like, leave in and, and that moment, but I'm working toward that, at least I wasn't condemning myself or say, or, you know, because that's another story that, that talks about the development of our faith. When Jesus says to Peter, before that cock even crows, I guarantee you're going to deny me three times. And Peter's like, no way, I never will. And then he woke up in the morning. He's like, I got to go to my job at the district. Who's, who's Jesus again? <laughs> well, no, who is Ed? I yeah. forgot who Ed was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to this job I don't like because my mom said this right. is the way you do it. Yes, that's even more exact. I'm yes. not going to be Ed today. That is fantastic. I'm yes, going to be Eeyore because yes. that, that means my mom will like me. Right, <laughs> right. That's so true. And mom's is nowhere to be found at this point. And she's got us thinking about totally other things. And that's why Daryl was so blessed to have like military guys go, wait, you're still talking about your dad? Is he here? You know that no, story I you always know. tell? Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. So, but I'm living, I'm learning, I'm getting more and more free in my mind. And uh, it's just a matter of time. By the way, if anyone's on YouTube and they're wondering why I'm wearing this red jacket, because I'm going to take it off. It actually was my wife's grandmother, a good, good friend and... Uh, Friend of the show, Gigi. Actually, she's in the uh, left her body at this point. She's still with me, and I felt like she wanted to give us a me, my wife and I, a hug. This I grabbed this jacket. Where's this red jacket come from? And it happened to be her sorority jacket. And uh, if you're on YouTube, funniest thing with Daryl and I, you could see it. It's uh, um, I felt like she was hugging me today. Plus, it was a little cold, it was keeping me warm. But I'm gonna take it off now. But um, love you, Gigi, and uh, that's what they called great grandma or grandma. So, um, but anyway, yes. That's a lot. That was a lot. Yeah, but a miracle, man. The whole thing at the yard house last night was wild. It was so good. Ed got the story from Charles Dickens, Christmas. It's incredible. And I, and I almost, part of me is almost not connecting the dots of how crazy it is that every one of those people used to teach. Like, and they were you younger, know what I'm saying? happier. That's what I mean. It was the ghosts of your it's possible insane. future. Yeah. 
Dude, it's insane. I'm so excited, man. So, yes. Well, this is the thing, folks. You do not need a psychic or a prophet because we are our own prophets yes. with the things I say about myself. So this week, yes, um, I, I'm, well, let me just tell the story. So this week, Lori got excited. That's my wife, folks. Um, she wanted to get an, an exor- a piece of exercise equipment for the house. And when I leave my concern out of the picture, because it's not really me. Right. But it feels like me sometimes going, oh, boy, here we go. Another piece of exercise equipment. That means we like it for 15 minutes, and then it's a coat rack. Right. So, uh, but I didn't. And I started getting enthusiastic about because i didn't go in there i started getting enthusiastic about her desire for her new piece of exercise equipment oh i love that and she was online she talked to a guy already i mean it was i was like oh okay so uh i'm gonna go in the direction the horse is going and every time i do with with joy magic happens so first of all i'm gonna let you know how judgmental i am um, just so you know, we're not perfect here at Funniest Thing, folks. <laughs> and that's why we, we use these tools on ourselves. So we're, we're driving to the location. It was in Hawthorne to get the exercise equipment. She was telling me they've refurbished and they're, you know, considerably less than new and all this. But right. it was still a considerable amount, considerable amount of money. Right. But at the time, I was like, this is nothing. You know, $2,200. I'm like, this is nothing. Yeah. You don't know how long you're going to live. When I'm in that space, man, yeah. magic happens. I'm like, well, that's nothing. You know? I got a credit card. Why not? Look how happy she is. This is going to be good. Right. So she goes, yeah. I mean, Tennessee's been so nice. And his name is Ahmed. And her mind's going, oh, no. Just because it's not like Jack, Fred, you know? Uh-huh. You know, just it, my brain starts thinking, that's a, my, is that, it's just an unusual name. Yeah. So I'm going, that's an unusual name. And then to myself, you know, is this going to be, am I going to feel comfortable? Like, right. Because, you know, we, it just seemed unfamiliar. So it was a little thing. And I go, no. And I told Steve, and Steve goes, this is probably going to be the most American person you meet. Right. So we get in there. We get in there, and we're sitting. And I'm expecting, you know, anything but what was going to come. What? Oh, we'll go get Ahmed. I said, all right. All of a sudden, this young guy, where, like, young, happy, you know, fit um, in his... Uh, I don't know. It could have probably been like 27 or 28. Right, right. He had a fraternity uh, jacket on right. from when he was in college because it was a little cool that day. Right, right. <laughs> so this guy is so nice. He yeah. brought out several pieces. He's not like sh- like a swarmy salesperson at all. Oh, man. Tur- turns out to be like the most like if you wanted to do like what's an example of what would be the best representative of just an like an average good american right like that would be like an ad to go around the world right it would just ahmed. be ahmed it would be ahmed so 
Lori goes, wait a minute. And she says the fraternity name. She goes, oh, my God. Like, her boyfriend from high school ended up being in that same sorority. Oh, wow. As, as this guy. I'm not fraternity. Sorority, fraternity. My we grand, my, sorority. Yeah, Gigi was in the sorority. A mad no, fraternity. A, yeah, this is a fraternity. That's funny. We were just called frat guys. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we were just called frat guys. Holy I want to be in a meds frat, man. So anyway, we buy it. You know, I, I get a military discount. Wow. 5%. You know, we buy this thing. They're going to deliver it free of charge. And I'm high as a kite. I'm like, that was great. I uh -huh. go to bed, and you know when you wake up at 3 in the morning to use the bathroom, that's when the fears start coming? Yes, because, the buyer's kind of Well, because the, the subconscious mind is actually right. during your sleep, folks. Remember this. If you wake up in the middle of the night freaking out, um, and then, or if you wake up in the middle of the night and you go try to go back to sleep, and you start thinking, oh, what about this? What about that? It's because when we're asleep... Our mind is now sorting itself out. That's yeah. why if you don't sleep, you start getting so true in bad shape. Yeah, because that during that time it's going through. Oh, this can be thrown out. This could. This is okay. Right. But what happens when we wake up? Our conscious mind now sees this mess in the living room that the subconscious yeah. threw all these papers out, and we don't know like half that stuff he's going to throw out. Yeah. So I'm like going, oh, shoot. So true. That was a lot of money. And was that really worth it? Holy cow. And my mind is doing terrible things. It's going, shoot, that's like $200 a month for a year. That's like going to an expense. And I go, Daryl, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You always have more than enough. And um, you always end up, whenever you spend this way, Something comes back, and my mind was trying to stay negative and go, yeah, well, you're only getting... I taught a class this week. Just this week, I got paid $400 for an hour workshop. Mm -hmm. But my mind now is telling me, well, that's not a lot. Right, you know, of course. This came to $2,500. Yes. So I throw it all out the window. I go, no, no, no. And this is the thing, folks. I'm having fun for a living. You gotta tell our minds what is true. And this is what I know for a fact. And this is why cognitive behavioral therapy works is because thoughts that aren't true feel bad. Yes. Thoughts that are true feel very good. So me mulling over, this was at a very expensive purchase. Now what? What am I gonna do? How am I gonna make up for this deficit? None of that felt good. And if you use cognitive behavior therapy, which is basically using these same techniques that have been yes. around for thousands of years, they're in the Bible, they're every every spiritual book, it's just worded differently. Similar to the Byron Katie questions. Yes, which mm -hmm. are? Which are, is this true? Can I prove it's true? How do I feel when I think about it? Which also includes what other thoughts go along with it? 
how would I feel if I wasn't thinking this thought? Yes. And then you turn it around after you've done that and think about the opposite. Yes. And most of the, every time you're like, wait, the opposite is actually way more true than what I was thinking. Yes. Yes, yes. So I was able to let it go. And I've just reminded myself, I always have more than enough. Another little affirmation I do if I'm worried about health and I'm a middle of the night affirmation. Yeah. Health, money, finances, whatever I, like I do. Middle of the night affirmations. That's I do good. this when I go, good health, happiness, success. Good health. Happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money. Good health. Yeah. Right? Happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money. And plenty of money. So uh, that's from Reverend Ike also. So this is what happened. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's why my mind must have uttered that. Yeah. Good health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money. And plenty of money. So, But that just gets my mind now back in harmony with the universe. You know, confident that all things work together. Right. The very next day. Yes. The very next day. I also do another affirmation in the morning. I expect unexpected blessings. Yes. I expect unexpected income. I expect unexpected good news. Right. So uh, Lori calls me. Now I've let go of it. I'm not mm. fretting over it. Yeah, that's key. You know, I'm not thinking about it. I'm, I'm on to other things now. Right. My mind is already now, okay, I don't know how, but there's going to be, this is somehow we're going to get a boost. Right, know, right, right. Because it's tax season too. So all this is contributing to, you know, the end yeah. of the year, oh, right. no. Triggering those lack. Triggering that lack thinking, which is not true at all. Lackadaisical. Yeah, that's where that word mm. comes from. So uh, the uh, the next day, Larry goes, oh, guess what? I got, because we were planning to go to a party. Today is Saturday. We just bought this thing on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, today's Saturday. No, we bought it on Wednesday. Wednesday, because it was going to be delivered on Tuesday, delivered on Friday. Okay, so we got delivered on Friday. Today's Saturday. Wednesday, the very next day after this, Lori goes, guess what? I just got an unexpected photo shoot. I'm like, holy cow. Yeah, it's going to be $2,000. Wow. Like, what? What? Amazing. What? I was like, first she thought it was going to be... A little less than that. And I was yeah. like, that's almost the price of like Then she goes, no, I just figured it out. They forgot to add my per diem. It's $2,000. I'm going, that bike is already paid for. Amazing. And then if you add the $400 I received. Yeah. But this is the thing. This stuff works. And if you practice it often, and it has nothing to do with me being special, it, because... I started getting in the habit of living this way because I was blown away, you know, 37 years ago by a man named Mike Dugan. Mm -hmm. Every day I was like, this guy, he, I would watch him joyfully expect things to work out and they always did. And I was like, I want to learn how to do that. I want to learn how to do that. And that's what all these books are talking about. And guess what, folks? We're sharing how to do it. But here's the thing. It sounds so sim- ridiculously simple and foolish to our reasoning mind. And you know, the word daring means to go. I actually wrote down this def- definition for mm-hmm. us a while back. 
We have to be daring. The word daring simply means beyond what my reason denies me. Yes. Dude, that's awesome. And there are no barriers. We create our own barriers within our own thinking. All right. That is amazing. That's an amazing story. I know. This oh, one last thing. Yeah, go ahead. The same night, I also had a fearful thought about jury duty. Yeah. And I, and I, I that had put that little twinge. I don't want to have jury duty. And guess what I got? The next ah! day, I got a jury duty summons. Oh, my but God. But now I had to turn that around. Yeah, and, you bless it. And really bless it and enjoy it. And now I feel like an excited American. Yeah. This is not how I felt when I was worried about right. jury duty. I was like, how do I? Oh, man. This totally. is my whole routine. That's I a said, race consciousness thought for I'm like, sure. No, this, I'm like, I'm going to be a good American and show up. It's yes. in Santa Monica. Yeah, Jen went in it. there one day and said she came away so uh, inspired by that we have the system in yes! place. Yeah. So Norman Lundy, you unlimited, quickly said, I am moving into greater happiness. That's an affirmation. I am moving into greater happiness. No one has ever become so happy that he couldn't be just a little happier. You see, you've already done so much for your own consciousness. You are on the path to achieve a greater life through affirmative, right thinking. Stay with it. You soon will begin to prove yourself constantly that it works. This is living. When we are happy, God is happy. Yes. Because we are then expressing him in all his creative joy. He is delighted when we work out his design for us with all the beauty he intends us to have. Reach for it. It is yours. And then uh, Lois Conklin sent us a card. If you're on YouTube, you can see it. The quote says, love your life. Take pictures of everything. Tell people you love them. Talk to strangers. Do things you are scared to do. Make sure your life is the best story ever. Hi, last two shows were super and meaningful. Keep on going. Love, Lois Conklin. We definitely love you, Lois. And... Um, we got, we got some stuff from Leslie Laird. We'll look at it when we bring Kia in after the break. Yep. Coming up next, courage, permission, slip, giver. Courage, permission, slip, giver. That's what, what we all need is permission to feel courageous, to live from our heart, live from our joy, have fun for a living. Yes. Kia is going to inspire us to release our limited perspectives, allow our good to unfold. With today's reading, which is New Beginning, and she brings a whole lot of other great stuff. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed right here from Chobo Studio. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. All right. Welcome back to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Today's show is called Having Fun for a Living with our good friend, Kia Myers-Dugan. Before we, uh, well, I want to say hello exactly. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. <laughs> we are so happy to see you. Yes. There was so much energy coming out of the green room when I walked in. I thought Daryl, I mean, I thought Indy was arguing with his partner. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I should go in. But then I noticed it was joyous. I, thought it, I noticed it was joyous, and I came in, and I saw the beautiful Kia. 
So nice to see you. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yes. We wanted to, um, Daryl has a quick little reading that goes From Anonymous. From Anonymous. Mm -hmm. Anonymous writes so many good things. Anonymous (laughs) is one of my favorite authors. Yes. (laughs) This Anonymous piece. Yes. Is uh, power. Okay, here we go. And it's perfect for this topic. Okay, let's hear it. I take dominion, and it's read like an affirmation. Yes. So you can, if you're listening, if you're not driving, you can even close your eyes and listen to it. Uh, if not, it's just as effective. I take dominion over my thoughts and find my power. Sometimes it feels as though I'm a bystander on the sidelines of life, that things happen to me, and I've no choice other than to accept unfavorable con- circumstances. But I can choose to empower myself by claiming my divine dominion. And here it is, folks. My thoughts and words have power. In the past, I may have used that power haphazardly, unaware of my creative ability. As I have grown spiritually, I have come to realize power as one of my divine gifts. I can change my thoughts and replace defeating words with, aff- with affirmative words of empowerment. Yes. Things may happen to me, but life happens through me. I am a divine being with power to create my life experience through my thoughts, words, and actions. And the Bible verses from John chapter 1, verse 12, but to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God. Wow. Yeah. That power to change the way we think is so, so important. Otherwise, we'd all be kind of screwed, man. If we just had to go with the programming that was inside there. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I'm not going to read the reading, but Foster McClellan says that our great, if, if you don't have this book, Thoughts for a Friend, pick it up. There's a, a reading called Your Greatest Selling Job on page 23. And he basically, it basically is this. Your greatest selling job is to sell yourself to yourself, to, re- to reconvince yourself that you are amazing. That's what we're always doing. And if, it, if it's true of me, it's true of everyone else. It's principle, this stuff we're talking about. It's, our, it's reclaiming our divine heritage, which is just reclaiming the truth of who we are. I wanted to also – so Leslie Laird sent us a card and a box of goodies. Leslie Laird sent us a very lovely card that uh, you can see she made it herself if you're on um, – uh, what's it called? YouTube. Uh, YouTube. Thank you. Uh, yes. If you're on YouTube, if you're not, if you're on YouTube and you've never listened to the podcast, find a podcast app for crying out loud. It's 2023, man. <laughs> Daryl and Ed, hope all is well in the land of fruits and nuts. I guess that's us. No, that's California. Oh, <laughs> everything that's not glued down in the United States. Kind of rolls out here to the west. Oh, I see. (laughs) (laughs) So she says, just a little something for you both as a token of my appreciation for all the joy and love you so enthusiastically extend every week on Funniest Thing. As I've said before, the ripple effect of what you are putting out there goes much further than you will ever know. I realize these gifts are kind of girly, but the message is one of universal love and that knows no gender. Hope you like and enjoy them. All my love. Leslie, okay, let's see what we got here. I'm gonna. Well, you're pulling that out. Let's see on the envelope. There's a great quote here. There you go. It's uh by H. A. Milne, the author of Winnie the Pooh. Piglet noticed that even though he had a very small heart, 
It could hold a rather large amount of gratitude. Aww. It's all right to cry. <laughs> so what do we get in our little bag? All right, we got bags, and in the bags, these Ryan are... Ryan says, give it to God. Oh, these it's a little me. tin. Oh, the you kind that might have a little weed in it when you're in college, but it says it's a prayer box. Be what completely humble, Give, gentle, be oh. patient, bearing with one another. Be completely humble, gentle, be patient, bearing with one another. And there's a little, it's a God box. Yeah, it's a God box. You can write God little box. prayers Ooh. on there. Oh my gosh, Leslie, Lair. You know what? This is a good idea. Mm. The mind says, I am the Lord who heals you. Exodus 15, 26. And this is what the kids call the good stuff. Thank well, you. You know what else? I like that this is like this because if you're at home, a quick little God box can be made with an Altoid container yes. and a post, a little thing of Post-it notes and a small golf pencil. Yeah, this says, give it to God for crying out loud. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. We want to breathe together, Kia, before we get started with this. Or, or as we continue this segment, you might know the song. And then, um, we're gonna, then we got to thank somebody. Wait, who sang this originally? Donna Summer. Donna Summer. And Come she on. was inspired. She was at a fancy restaurant in Beverly Hills, went into the restroom, and saw the woman whose job was to clean the restroom was, like, sleeping. Mm. And that's where she came yeah. up with the she works the, hard yeah. for her money. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. So it was dedicated. It talks about the person mm. in the song. Can't remember all the lyrics now. But for our breath's sake, we found what, while Donna Summers may have been in Inspired by, we know uh, by this woman working hard. We know Donna Summers was having fun for a living, right? Yeah. So let's just take a deep breath to clear our mind. Ah, we have fun for a living. So you know life treats us right. Ah. Well, wait, maybe we should make it an affirmative personal one. Give it, let's hear it. I have fun for a living. And what's the second so part? So you know life treats me. <laughs> so I know life treats me right. Ah. You ready, everyone? I have fun for a living. So I know life treats me right. Ah. Yeah, yeah, I know life treats me right. Love to love you, baby. So you can use that. <laughs> now I'm going to be singing that. If you're feeling less than having fun for a living, just try this on. Take that breath. I have fun for a living, so I know life treats me right. <sighs> Dare to step out of a serious meeting or somewhere and yes. do it, because mm. it's, it's about shifting to a different frequency, mm -hmm. shifting out of the fear and lack and desperation. Mm -hmm. And the funny part is it blesses everyone, including the people in the meeting. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Just like they turned that restaurant I went to into, into this like uh, personal inspiring place by you know well, yesterday with the waiters coming forward and a christmas carol christmas carol all right was carol the guy who played archie bunker too right no dickens okay all right kia myers dugan you're here yes well i want to ask you a quick question before Please we do. dip into your furious notes what do you mean by courage permission slip giver Mm, so that actually, that moniker was given to me by a coach that I had mm -hmm. because I was talking about what I do. We were talking about building my brand. And she said, and I was telling her about some of the conversations that I was having with my coaching clients. And she said, oh, so you're a courage permission slip giver. And I was like, yes, that is right. Because, and you all talked about this in the first segment, 
And you talk about this often about the stories that we tell ourselves and the stories that we get locked into these like alternate realities. And the purpose of what I do is really trying to help people see like what else could be true. What yeah. else could mm. be possible here? Mm. And so that's and so as a coach, that's my whole shtick is to really be that outside observer that is not in your mind, that's not in the stories, that is really trying to help people see is what you're saying true? What proof mm-hmm. do you have of that? Which is what you were yeah. saying too. It's like what like what's telling you that it's true? What right. else could be true? What power do you have in the situation? And mm. so it's just giving people the courage or helping them to tap into the courage, but giving themselves permission to do it and to not stay stuck in the expectations of what they think other people think that they should be doing or how they think they should be acting or talking or what have you. Right. So that's where that comes from. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, it's exciting because you're helping people dream. Because when we get locked into what I think is the limited view Mm -hmm. of what I want to, I have a, what we tend to do is create a limited view of not just what we think is possible. I think that gets kind of diminished when we start thinking about the limited view of what we think our ability is to make that, to get to that possibility. So all of a sudden, we start shrinking our vision of what we believe is possible for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So having someone like you around kind of helps us, number one, dream bigger, be extravagant. What would you do if you knew it's 100% in the bag and money wasn't a problem. What would you be doing? And then what that does is it starts opening someone who's outside the box when my mind starts to shrink and yeah, well, that's nice to think about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But look, you could do this. You could do that. Maybe you could do this. Maybe you could do Mm -hmm. this. Maybe Mm -hmm. you could do that. And what happens when someone else sees it because they haven't been thinking for a lifetime this limited perspective that that person has had of themselves, yeah. then you're able to go, well, you could take this route. And all of a sudden, because that's mm-hmm. what happened to me. I met people that say, right. well, this is possible. Right. And it may sound absurd, but that only seems absurd because it's beyond what I have been telling myself is possible for me up until that point. Yes. But once someone else tells me that I trust, Mm -hmm. that I believe has Mm -hmm. credibility, then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden I can just simply start to entertain that idea. And that's all it takes. Right. Because once my mind starts entertaining it, then it starts to become possible. And now my world just got this much bigger. Exactly. Exactly. And it doesn't kill you to entertain the thought, no. right? Like you're not, it doesn't cost anything. It's not, you're not mm-hmm. committing or locked into anything. But that's what I find is such a common theme when I'm having these coaching conversations is people don't have a vision beyond the box. Yeah. And so that's one thing that's so refreshing about being able to help people to see that vision. And here's the thing. 
you have the vision and then we can start backing into it from where you are, right? Yeah. Like, let's start with what you have. If your resources are limited, right. that doesn't mean you can't That's do right. anything related That's to your right. vision That's at right. all. So it's like, let's start with where you are and keep yeah. going, yeah. keep building on that so that people can see, okay, well, I didn't die. I'm not living in my car. I'm not eating cat food. Yeah. And then it just, and it gives yeah. you the strength and the courage right. to keep going and trying mm. trying yeah. something a little bit more. But you're having a little bit more fun. Yeah. I love this conversation, right? You're having a little bit more fun. Yeah. You're sinking more into who you are, yeah. your authentic self, right. which opens up so many doors. I yes. heard, In fact, I heard something the other day. Um, I was sitting in on a talk with uh, Emmanuel Acho. He's a former NFL player. He oh, was doing yeah. uncomfortable conversations with a black man. But he was saying, when you're authentic, you're free. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it. You feel so yes. good. Yes. 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 You know, I saw a commercial this morning that said, fear either means forget everything and run or face everything and rise. And I thought about that. And I saw that. You know I was they actually got that from those thieves. It's face everything and recover. Because mm. those two slogans yeah. together have been used in 12 steps. Yeah. Uh, or like right, right. since the 30s. Right. So this commercial guy tried to do a sneaky little yeah, change yeah. the last well, word. Well, they probably but, got it from somewhere, too. But you came up with yeah, the yeah. best. So yeah, this is those recovery version. Those recovery thieves probably got it from somewhere of else, course. too. You know, someone that Jesus probably, you know, whatever. So, but yeah, I, I get the point. So, yeah, so I thought to myself, what else, what would I like? And then I thought the first iteration was forget everything, no, forgive everything and rise. Because I was, we're, we've talked about this on the Holy show cow. because if we try to face everything, first of all, we're the ones projecting all these fears yes. out here. We're the ones making this nightmare. So, if we then go to face the very nightmare that we're projecting, we're going to meet it. And it's, it's we can spend our whole life making nightmares and facing them, but never getting the joy and the satisfaction out of life that we really could have right now. But the next iteration that I liked even better, yes. which is kind of what I'm hearing when um, Kia, when you're talking with someone, uh, we, we were talking about this in the green room, is forget everything yes. and rejoice. Yes. It's like, because you have to forget. Get the whole scary yes. story and rejoice yeah. in the stuff that's already here, which is the truth, mm -hmm. and go from there. Because uh, we were, I was saying the stuff that God's got in store, the stuff with the inspired ideas that we have within ourselves are not even close to what fear is telling. They're in a whole different yes. literal yes. universe. Yes. So forget everything and rejoice. I was talking to a young man, and what I told him at the end, because... He was in a situation with relationships and stuff, and I told him, you got to let yourself feel and think about what you really desire. Because he was like, I can't do this because I don't want to hurt this other person. And, I, and at the end of it, I told him, think, think uh, outlandishly. Let yourself think outlandishly yes. and then act with discernment. But you have to let yourself think yeah. outlandishly. Yes. Yeah. And I, I heard about this book. There's this book called Creativity. I read part of it. It's on my shelf, and it was like talking about the, how creativity is a two-step process, and two, often we get them confused. One is brainstorming, creating, creating, and one is the execution of the actual thing, and there's a bleed over. But a lot of people get so stuck on 
well, I don't know how we know how we could even execute that or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they're in this like execution mindset. And it really becomes the executioner of yes. creativity, yeah. right? If he kills yeah. the ideas yes. before they even have yes. a chance to express themselves. Because right. usually what happens is this new idea sees everything totally mm -hmm. differently. Mm -hmm. And now it turns the other thing so on its head that you have to forget everything you knew and rejoice mm -hmm. in the new idea mm -hmm. and let it be born. Mm -hmm. And it's an act of faith in the process. Yeah. And before you know it, you're going to be like, why was I ever even believing yeah. in that limited yeah. concept? That was so far from the truth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and all, I was going to say the other thing about that is that sometimes people think that that thing that they're afraid of, which is, you know, not something that's going to kill them. It's not something that's insurmountable. But they but the story that they tell themselves yeah. secretly is that they can't mm -hmm. overcome it, that they can't deal with yes. it. Yes. And when we go through a simple practice of just writing down all the things that you're afraid of, right? Like thinking about all the worst case scenarios. Yeah. And then when you see it on a paper, you're like, that's what I'm afraid of. No, mm -hmm. like I know what I can do with this. And so it's um, what I love to say, being in the energy of the what instead of the how and all the reasons why it's not going to work, be in yeah. the energy of what it is that you're trying to create. Right. And that creates that freedom that creates that forgetfulness or that like zero point where you're right. like, anything is possible from this point. Yeah. And it could, for some people like myself, it could be a feeling could like, because I always used to get stuck when people would say that because mm -hmm. I don't know exactly mm -hmm. what it is, but like you said, we're saying kind of gather the information about what you do know about it because yeah. everyone processes things differently sure. and comes about things differently. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's, it's a lot of feelings. I get these images. I get this mm -hmm. sense of myself um, being more of a creative director of what I'm doing. More like that's one of the things that's starting to be what they call it, like non-negotiable for me. I realize mm -hmm. like in the job in the school district, there's times where there's things that override my creative director mind. And when that happens, I start to slowly die. I don't, yes. it does not feel good yeah. because I'm yeah. the expert there right. and I know, mm -hmm. and I don't even mm -hmm. always know how I know, mm -hmm. but I know. Right. And I realized, so it's a non-negotiable going forward that like, that's why Daryl and I do the show because we, if, if something just doesn't feel good, he'll tell me or I'll tell him. And we don't even really have this very much anymore because we worked it out for so many years of like, mm -hmm. I'd say something that was like some canned thing or something and he'd be like, ah, it's terrible. And I'd go, oh yeah, that is terrible. I, that, that's not really what I think. That's something that sounded good to say. Yeah. You know, and back and forth, yeah. we've become, mm -hmm. it's like a truth detector. You know, where's the juice? It has to have that yes. juice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. When you said, what did you say? Forgive everything. Forgive, forgive everything and rise. That forget we moved into okay. forget everything and rejoice. Yes. Yeah. So it's funny because this week in my notebook, and then I put it on a postcard to Kirky or one of my friends, because everything we share with others, we share to ourselves. What I say to others, I'm actually saying to myself. So I was thinking, that's why I put right here. So let's stop being offended and welcome our good fortune. Because in my book, I realized, you know, when I'm not, busy being off offended which is another yeah. word folks for being unforgiving yeah it's the same thing it also is another word for being scared yeah mm. oh big time yeah. but when i'm mm. when i forgive and like immediately something offends me i go no i let it go i wrote 
I am elevated to the frequency where my good fortune is. Ooh. I'm once again tuned in to my good. I'm remagnetized. Yes. So I could stay upset mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. unforgiving. Mm -hmm. You name it. I don't care how like horrendous things. Yes. But if they're over and you're not in it now, if you're not forgiving, you are killing yourself. Yeah. You are punishing yes. the wrong right. person. Yes. Right, yes. right. Oh my God, and yes. there was a, a, a old time English a write up where it says, when a beast stings, he kills himself. And isn't it funny how many men are busy killing themselves like bees stinging yeah. others? Yeah. Oh. Mm. But here's the exciting part think of it this way. When you start feeling, oh, even like, oh, this driver. Oh, what about this? Ah, something you hear on the news. Just go, yeah, but every time I choose to let that go, or if it's something horrendous from the past, right? it's time to let it go. The story Ed was, was talking about was I was in a military rehabilitation center. I went in there in the group, and it was all, you know, there was a Navy chief, which is high up in the Navy. It's a high, like highest. This guy was like a master chief, which is the highest enlisted you can go. So he's like a battle-tested, you know, tough guy. But loving, but very loving. So we're in the group, and I started talking about my dad and how it probably affected me and this and that. And he says, uh, so wait a minute. I was stationed in Hawaii. So wait a minute. Your dad's out here living out here in Hawaii? And immediately I go, I'm done. This guy's going to kill me. Because I merely saw the lesson he was teaching me. But you know how we're convinced we're allowed to keep talking about how, you know, my dad was like this, and that's why my brain's like this. Mm -hmm. So he said, oh, okay, so where is he? Back in New Jersey? Because he knew that's where I originally grew up, right. where I was originally recruited from. So I said, uh, no. Well, where the – be busy. And this is in front of other group people. <laughs> and I said, uh, actually, he uh, passed away. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. Did he just pass away? No. <laughs> when did he pass away? And I said, five years ago, when I was 18 or 17. And he said, wait a minute. Your father has been dead for five years, and you're still carrying his carcass around with you? Oh, my God. He says, oh, my God. Mm. So that's wow. what we're doing. Yes. But here's the, th the yeah. good news is, once we can let go of that, forget mm -hmm. it, forgive yeah. it, you you naturally start, you tune into a higher frequency, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you're going to see mm -hmm. how, well, that happened, yes, yes, but you know what? Now I'm using it for good, and it also helps me to use it to help others who may have gone through the same situation yeah. and be a little more empathetic, not sympathetic, but like right. this guy empathetic right. where he emotionally understands what went on but he knows the benefit of letting go and he might have to kick me upstairs by the thing he said but you know what i never forgot that lesson and it helps me forgive the things that happen on a daily basis that i get offended yeah by. you know it could be a bumper sticker it could yeah. be anything mm -hmm. as soon as you let that go folks whoop you're yeah. back in tune with your good yeah. fortune. Yeah. But as long as I dwell on that, mm -hmm. I'm out of sync with my good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. killing myself. Yeah. 100%. The real me, like you said, about when we're not being creative. Mm -hmm.
being offended is a way to, oh, criticizing is the best, best method, is the best defense against joy. Criticizing is the yes. best defense mm. against joy. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. And I, I want to let it go. I yeah. mean, I do it, but I definitely do not do it. I lived my whole life right. critical, you know, up until learning this stuff. Days. Right. I hear no that. Th any yeah. new thought yeah. had some negativity attached mm -hmm. to it. Right. Mm -hmm. Not anymore, folks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. But I love that you said, like, this this kind of stuff takes practice. Oh, like, yeah. this is like this is a major muscle yes. that you have to build because and I've heard you say I, this happens to me too where you know like my therapist will say so what would you tell a client to do and I said well I'd say this to this she was like so can, can you use it too? You know, yes. but, it's, but it is like it's none of this is a magic bullet. It's you have to work at it yeah. because we have a negativity bias and it's so easy to go yeah. right back to that low, dark place. Right. But when you practice this stuff, it makes it so much easier yeah. and you get back on track quicker. Yes. Yeah. But it but you have to work at it. And the good news is. Prosperity or success um, experts, and I learned this from Catherine Ponder, they have concluded that success is 98, this is the work, is 98% inner mental yeah. work mm -hmm. and only 2% outer action. Yeah. Outer right. outer yeah. activity yeah. by myself, yeah. and yeah. but most of us have been taught the opposite. Yes, it's not mm -hmm. any push and mm -hmm. shove and make it yeah. happen. Mm -hmm. I got to do this. Right. But the thing is this, this is, it's, the odds are stacked in our favor and having fun for a living is really God's will for us. Yeah. We just have to stop fighting against it mm -hmm. because it seems mm -hmm. too ridiculously mm -hmm. easy right. and outlandish. Yeah. Yeah. But that's only because the news tells, we're surrounded yes. by information that tells us that's not the case. Right. And you got to always fight and protect and get angry and be upset for others and upset at others. Yeah. And, yeah. But if we just let go of all that, and this right. isn't new information. Mm -hmm. I mean, people have been talking about this for thousands and thousands of years, even before Jesus, mm -hmm. you know, yes. the Greeks. Mm -hmm. We're talking about this. Even before that, there were Egyptian and Hawaiians people and Hawaiians. Polynesians. Yeah, this mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. These and that's what makes that's the definitive proof that these are principles. Yeah. That's right. Because otherwise people living at different times in different parts of the world who stumbled upon the realization that love is the key ingredient to success. Yeah. Forgiveness is the key ingredient to success. Mm -hmm. Joy is the key ingredient yeah. to success. Like all these things in the recipe, they wouldn't have concluded that. But we go along going, no, I still want to look at this mean-spirited YouTube video. <laughs> right. It won't hurt. Yeah. Yes, it will yeah, hurt. It, will. <laughs> it hurts every time I do it. I well, still sometimes do after it. After <laughs> hearing all this, I really think it is. First of all, it's all an inner process. So yes. it, it, it's mm -hmm. face it and forgive it within your consciousness. Yes. Not out there. Face it yes. and forgive. Face it and rise within your own consciousness. Face it, forgive it, and rise 
in my own consciousness and then forget it and rejoice. Yes. Forget everything and rejoice. Yes. So it's face everything, forgive everything, and rise, then forget everything and rejoice. Yeah. And it's an inner process, and it requires creating a relationship with yourself and yes. your mind and recognizing how important that is. And yeah. this is when you're talking, it, this ties into being a giver. When, yeah. when I'm critical of myself and others, it's the it's what uh, Emmett Fox calls bear hugging the kettle. The bear comes out of the forest and sees this pot that's boiling and grabs a hold of it, and then it's burning, and instead of letting it go, it pulls it tighter to itself. And it and, burns and, and burns. And it burns and burns, and then it's pulling tighter. And this is what, for some reason, I think it's because of the way thoughts have momentum, and they... they um, like attracts like in the in the thought world. So unforgiving thoughts attract more to be unforgiving about criticism, attracts more to criticize. Yeah. But all of that, I can't do this and be a giver. Yeah. And there's a lot and giving is a is a feeling thing too. Life yes. has to be felt by you, by me. It's not a secondary thing like I'm giving by going to this job, and sir, it's no. It, but how do I? That's the subtler thing is when I go there. Do I? Am I really giving of my true self? Yes. Am I really an open conduit for my own joy mm-hmm. to flow through? Mm-hmm. And so that, like this week, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, I noted that old constricting feeling related to work, and it was like so perplexing because I was going in and out of joy, and then ah, joy, ah. and uh, I. I sat down, I think this morning even, I said, okay, this has gone on long enough. Because this little voice was telling me, you'll never let go of this one. You'll never be able to let go of these thoughts or these fears. Mm. And it was so, like, rationally, I'm like, this seems so outlandish. But it was an emotional, older pattern going, you'll never let go. And I was just like, yes, I will. And, in fact, this is going to be so easy for me. This morning, once I meditated and once I faced it, forgive Mm. and everything and rise... Mm. Forget it. I said, in fact, it's going to be the easiest thing I ever did. In fact, I'm going to laugh at how easy it is for me yes! to let go of this thing. Yes. That in that old me at five years old or whatever, in a house where everyone was believing it, that they couldn't yeah. let go of it. They were my God. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that reality, there was a reality projected around me in which these things can never be released. They're too hard. They're too yeah. scary. Yeah. But I told that part of me. Not only is it going to be easy, it's going to be fun. In fact, I've already yes. let it go. What yes. do you know? We already did it. Mm-hmm. And like played that way with myself. Yeah. And, yeah. and as a result, that part that we've, we have a little kid who's so, is, is telling us these things. And we've been so used to listening. I've been, and it's, it's, an all, it's all love. There's not judgment of that part either. It's all love. But it's like seeing that, oh, my God. I've been listening to a scared yeah. five-year-old kid that yeah. needs me to love him yeah. and tell him yeah. this isn't hard or scary. Mm-hmm. And it's not sacrilege to let go of that religion that mm-hmm. was in, in your house because the religion is what people were thinking, right? Like really believing, not what they're, where they're going and where, what were they believing and putting their emotion and investing, you know? And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm telling it's, it's like be transformed by the renewing your mind yeah. and you're doing great and this is easy. Yeah. And I'm already feeling it. Well, there's Can one, I, oh, I just want to say there's okay. one Bible verse because you brought it up. And I've been thinking about it a lot lately. It's from Psalms 27. Yeah. And it's a very praiseful one. Yeah. But in there it says, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, it means exactly what you said. It means when these old, because father and mother means 
intellect and feeling. Right. Mm. When the Bible, the esoteric meaning, the father is the intellect, the thoughts, mm. and the mother's the feeling. If you don't have both, nothing happens. But if you have the thought and the feeling, things work. Which brings us to the Lord, which is could be replaced with the law will take me up. So when I could finally let go, and this could be literal mm -hmm. and esoteric. Right. When you finally can let go of these old thoughts, intellectual thoughts and feelings that we have been told by others, well, then there's good news. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because now you know how to apply the law. And not only that, but and the that law. And that will take you up in the new direction. Yeah. And the law will take you up because the law is ever increasing good. That's right. And yeah. it's already happening. Yeah. Yes. It will yeah. pull us yes. in the direction. Yes. Because I was thinking literally for me, because I could tell a real sad sack victim hero story, but the truth is when my mother and father got out of my, you know, left my life, mine and my brothers, well, then I could say, well, then if I want to use the word Lord is God, well, then God took me up, meaning there were new people and circumstances I was never deprived of this ever-increasing good. You got more of it. More and more and more. Mm -hmm. So it's amazing that you said it that way. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So what I was going to say, and this is, this is connected to that letting go, just recently I was so locked into this one way of thinking because I was just seeing things one way, like things aren't working out, it's not going my way. Yeah. I'm imitating like, it's not going well, my way. Well, it's good to imitate like but, that because that's, that's because baby that's voice. that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. And it was causing so much pain and discomfort and anger within me. And I was like showing up to the day mad yeah. and like, right. you know, and, you know, I texted you, yes. Daryl, about like, oh, you like, I know in my heart and in my soul that like faith yeah. Is gonna take care of this, but I was just I could feel the like yeah I could feel that just continuing to bring me down because I was choosing to stay in that like tension yeah and I felt called like I just I had to go into prayer because I'm like something else has to be a play here yeah it, it just it has to be it can't be this right. because i could feel like my soul dying every day and so i did like i started that sunday i use a passion planner and it will say what do you want your focus for the week to be yeah, and nice. i and i literally said vision i said lord please let me see what else there is to see. I know that there is something else and so i started each day so you talked about the morning routine yes yes so that I could set myself up yes. for the day, for the week. And I just took it one day at a time. Yep. It was like, you know, I'm not going to upset the apple cart. I'm just going to do one day at a time. Right. And it was like, okay, what do you need me to see today? Yeah. What different truth do you need me to see today? And letting go of the, yeah. you know, it was still there, of course. but I wasn't focused on it. Right. And when it came up, I would just say, maybe there's something else. And I felt and notice a transformation immediately. Yes. And I love what you said about, you know, when you're not in a giving state, you're not valuing what I have, what you have to yeah. give. And so I was thinking about how I was keeping, I was shutting down 
Like no one cares about that. Right. We, no, you know. Yeah. I was shutting down part of my essence, which is to have yeah, conversations right. like this. I can do that in corporate America, right? Yeah, like, in anywhere. fact, it's it's yeah. needed. Yeah. It's needed. Yeah. And so I discovered that when I was letting the little pieces of my light start coming in, and I was letting go and not like, um, you know, not like arguing for Les Brown says when you argue for your limitations you get to keep them and so I was like I was not arguing with the this sucks you know I was like maybe there's something else here and I felt this immediate transformation of like hmm that's interesting I was able to see people's humanity right instead of having a belief about a particular person I was like let me just go into this open minded and I was like Oh wow, yeah. like they're really nice. Like they're a regular yeah. person. And it completely <laughs> yes. shifted the it shifted my mood. I sh- it shifted like feelings of abundance. Yes. It shifted to feelings of like, you know what? This is going to work out. Yeah. I'm just going to start with where I am. Right? Yes. I may not be where I want to be. That's right. But let's Yes. Like what's what's going good yeah, now, yeah. you know, and like just paying attention to those little itty bitty things mm-hmm. just in a yes. few days time. It made a huge difference. Yes. But I had to be intentional about yes. what else do you need me to see? Yeah. Lord, right. Please. What else? Ancestors. Every yes. like all I was calling in everybody. Right. Like what else yes. is needed to see? And it completely shifted things completely so it does but yeah. i had to be intentional about it That's every right. day i couldn't start on sunday say i've got this i'm right. gonna see something different no. because you get into a meeting you get with right. someone who's in a bad mood and you're like yeah. Yeah. it yes. stinks this stinks of course it does right but so i had to work at it and yeah. i each day i had to start over again like okay yes yep. s- yeah. there's something yep. else different to see yep. here today and it does it works when it you're works. intentional with it that yeah. is being transformed by the renewing yeah. of your yes. mind well the best yes. part you said and this is why this is the one thing that cbt lacks because the cognitive VA, behavioral therapy yeah, yes. they, that, you know because the va introduced me to that mm-hmm. uh but here's what i found lacking from that it's missing the most important ingredient which is the faith component. Mm. I don't care what mm-hmm. your thoughts are, mm-hmm. what you're about religion or mm-hmm. God or mm-hmm. what even your religion is, because they all come down to the same thing. But there's something about being able to know that there is a power in the universe for good and I could use it. Yes. And in addition to discovering, which is what you did, mm-hmm. okay. I'm focusing too much on that. You knew, we know what the problem is. But there's something about having the faith to ask this power. Mm-hmm. You know, I choose mm-hmm. to call it God. Mm-hmm. You could, just because it's mm-hmm. a simple word that mm-hmm. I know in my whole life. Um, and pray, please mm-hmm. show me mm-hmm. or inspire me. Mm-hmm. It works because I know what I don't want and I'm willing to yeah. let go of it. Yeah. And I need help to move mm-hmm. to the next. Yeah. And you get results. Yes. The proof is in the pudding. Yes. Yes. And, and, he, yes. and, and, and the other thing yes. is persistency, which is a dirty word to people like me who want to be lazy. But the persistence <laughs> of just 
doing it every day. And now the persistence in the morning routine and setting my day with intention, like you said, it's no longer a decree. It's Mm -hmm. become like something I desire every morning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and that's having fun for a living. Yeah. That's the yeah. other thing is that I'm sure your week was much more fun doing yes. it this way, right? Like yes. I did the same thing at my yes. job. I was getting swamped by the list of things that mm-hmm. teachers get on their list, mm-hmm. paperwork. What about that log? Did you do this? The and log. Yeah, it's called <laughs> yeah, the log. Exactly, exactly. That's all you need to hear. The log. And I noticed the people around me were getting sunk by the stuff. And I was like, I had to be irrationally in the mood of in the what felt irrationally in the zone of, you know what, I'm not doing anything that's not fun today. I'm not bra- and what I found out was, oh my God, I was the one, those people aren't telling me log that in my head. I was the one telling myself that all day long. No wonder I was sinking. Yeah. As soon as I changed it to fun, mm-hmm. that stuff take on its proper place, which is what I really wanted all along. Mm-hmm. And then I started realizing, man, what I'm supposed to be doing here is teaching these kids, not worrying about this paperwork that's like supposed to be done, right? right? And right. so then I started having more fun with the kids yeah. and having more. Yeah. But I, ha- I, it's more fun. Having fun for a living, mm-hmm. it's so fun to realize that there's more abundance because that's the other yeah. thing. When we're in the log jam, our whole world, so much of it is yes. a log jam of just thoughts yes. about yes. what we think we have to do yes. before we're in a position to give and have yes. fun and love. Yes. And it's all yeah. BS. It's total yes. bad science. Yeah. It's not yeah. true. Yeah. It's showing up like yeah. and uh, knowing. I don't know how. That's another thing. I don't even know how, but I'm going to go in there and give love, and mm-hmm. it has transformed my whole week and the whole. And I now we're close. Mm-hmm. Both of us are closer to whatever yeah. that thing is where yeah. we think, where we know we yeah. are, will belong, yeah. and where we yeah. want to be. Because yeah. when we're there, we're that's the kind of we want to show up as that yeah. person, right? Yeah. And yeah. once we've shown up in this situation, that part's going to be easy, right? Right. Like, and when you're doing that, yeah. when you're showing up fully, being who you are, being who oh, you were meant yes. to be, who, like, what, you know, following yeah. your assignment, right? Yeah. Like, that helps other people, oh, too, yeah. right? It's it helps them effect. be like, oh, well, she's not bogged down by this. So right. let me, right? Yes. So it's just by us giving yeah. to others and pouring into others, not only are they getting what they need, but then we're also in a res- in a place That's of right. receiving too. Right. So we're giving and also receiving because yes. we're seeing other people respond right. to us being our like free, authentic yeah. selves. Yeah, and last night when I was at that thing, the only reason I go to that that type of happy hour is because I'm the creative director there. Sure. Right. So I'm receiving mm-hmm. what I want to be doing more of by giving yeah. these people. Yeah. The thing that I wish yeah. I was getting from ma- yeah. leadership right. people. Yeah. So I'm being that mm-hmm. for these people. Mm-hmm. And that's like giving mm-hmm. me more of what I want and mm-hmm. I will get more mm-hmm. of it as, as a result. Yes. Do we want to get the uh, the, the, the anonymous reading in? Yeah, we have an anon- another anonymous we reading. We could go all day. And then yes. we'll thank Comfort. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, before you read that, we want to thank yes. Jeff Comfort. He does the audio. He's out there in Kansas City, Kansas. That's play- right. Post the audio for us, puts in some sound effects, and each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. All right. I hope he listened this far when he was. I'm gonna tell him. So he puts in his jet. I'll tell him. The flyby. I'll tell Love him he's it. coming in at the Love end. It. All right. Okay. All right. My mind is filled with the all goodness of God. Today is the beginning of a new me. Ah. <sighs> New beginning. Yes. I am learning to live one thought at a time, one day at a time. 
Every day is the beginning of a new me. Just as a house is built one brick or one board at a time, I build my life one thought at a time. As I keep my thoughts centered on the attributes of God, such as love, harmony, peace, divine order, and wisdom, I know that my world will conform to my thoughts about it. I know that all things work together for my highest good. Whenever a troublesome thought or an unkind remark comes to me today, I banish it quickly and cling to the all-goodness of God, the source of happiness and peace of mind. I pray, thank you, God, for your love, peace, and wisdom flowing through me. I am sustained, uplifted, and ready for the beginning of a new me. And the scripture is, be renewed in the spirit of your minds and put on the new nature created after the likeness of God. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 23 and 24. Wow. wow. That's the summary of the show, folks. Totally. Bingo bongo. Right on the money. Kia, where can people find you? You yeah. can find me on Instagram at Kia Myers Dugan. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, Kia Myers Dugan. Two G's. Two G's. And also on uh, YouTube. Nice. Kia Myers Dugan. That's K E A, correct? That's right. K E A M E Y E R S D U G G A N. She knows how to spell it better than all of us, folks. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel this good even more often. So follow mm-hmm. Kia Myers Dugan. Reach out. Work with Kia. Oh. We're so glad you're here. Thank you for Thank coming. Thank you for the invite. I'm always so uplifted by our conversations. Thank yes. you. This oh. story didn't... Uh, <laughs> We didn't really spend any time uh, with okay. <laughs> uh, reviewing this. Ed, Ed does research <laughs> with TMZ and finds yes. stories about our guests, so we're not sure how this one's going to go over. Right, right. Well, you know, Kia's always been one to explore the truth, want to know the deeper meaning of things. I'll be playing the part of Kia, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> One year when Kia was a young girl, she secretly followed a department store Santa to the changing room. The man came out outside. She waited outside of the changing room. The man came out in his street clothes and Kia yelled, I knew it. The man yelled, "Uh uh-oh. You knew what? I knew that Santa wouldn't be able to keep an eye on all those girls and boys without a secret identity. (laughs) She was such a sweet girl. I knew we were supposed to review this, but Kia got here so early. Oh, my God. Because he was wearing street clothes. That's his secret identity, mm. folks. She, he was worried that Kia had discovered there is no Santa. Santa. But instead, she was so believing and positive and sweet. She saw it as, oh, Santa's undercover watching us boys and girls in, in these contemporary clothes instead of his red suit. So like all good jokes that require a five-minute uh, explanation afterwards. In other, that words, is the... in other words, all our jokes. <laughs> that is the story of Kia and the department store Santa. <laughs> because I saw Indy was like, 
I don't get it. <laughs> like, oh, no, I know. It just wasn't funny. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Well, then you should have just put on a normal laugh because there are, none of these are funny. <laughs> you should be used to that. Once in a while, we actually tickle the funny bone. But um, this wasn't one of those times. <laughs> the good news is we're having fun, fun for, for a living. living. Having fun, fun for, for a living. living. We have fun for a living, so you know life treats us right. Visit DarylNed.com. Kia Myers Dugan, thank you. Thanks again for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. We have fun for a living. We have so much fun for a living. We have fun for a living, so you know life treats us right. Yeah! Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Five hundred dollars. Really? See, two hundred dollars for this. One hundred dollars for you. What the hell? Oh no! Ten dollars for you. Are you serious? Yeah, I give you a hundred. When you record your podcast at Chobo Studios, you're helping people in need. Here at Chobo, we take a bold stance on helping the community by giving away ten percent of all revenue, not just profit, to kind, hardworking people in the streets of Los Angeles. And thanks to all these wonderful podcasters, we've been able to give $1,400 this year alone through our kindness initiative, Chobo Kindness. Brought to you by Chobo Studios, LA's premier podcasting powerhouse. Follow for more.